Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Say Less Basketball Podcast. Um, you're currently listening to this week's episode, January, January 16th. I believe this is, uh, we were off for a little bit here, but we're back. Um, there's a lot to talk about with MVP race and everything, so we're going to get right into it. But welcome to episode 46. I'm excited to be back. Um, first thing off the off the wrap is uh, that the MVP race has been really hot. There's been a lot of heated debates on, you know, various um, analysts have debating it. Uh, Durant has also been listed as out um, for the next four weeks, at least, I think. And um, <clears throat> stuff has had a little bit of a slump. <coughs> so um, his MVP chances have gone down, but others have gone up. Um, Jokic is... Certainly a front runner for the MVP. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people are saying Embiid and Giannis as well. Um, Demar Derozan, obviously, but the Bulls have had two bad losses recently, so there's some there's some thought there. But um, your thoughts, gentlemen? Uh, who is in the lead now, or who can win the MVP? Who has the best chance to win the MVP race now that Durant is out um, and Steph is struggling? Um, who do you think has is, is dominating the most? Durant's going to be out. Um, mm-hmm. Steph can't shoot the ball. Um, DeRozan lost Levine in like half the starters. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just Giannis and uh, Jokic probably the top two, according to a lot of people. But I think Embiid should get some love. Mm-hmm. I think he should be top three right now. I think Embiid Especially should. since... Yeah, they're winning mm-hmm. right now, and he's he's the main reason they're winning, and he scored like nine straight games with thirty points. So, um, I, th- I I I caught it a couple weeks ago, but I think he's uh, officially put a stamp on it now. Will. So what? Yeah, Jokic. You talking? You mean Jokic? Jokic or Giannis or Embiid? Like who is? Who is I think it? Jokic and Embiid should be top two, but Giannis is apparently number one in NBA.com, and I don't understand why, but it's whatever. Um, Giannis is Giannis is averaging for just for everyone here. Giannis is averaging twenty eight point five uh, points, eleven rebounds, and six assists. Jokic is averaging uh, twenty five points, fourteen rebounds, and seven assists. Um. Joel Embiid is averaging 27.1 points, 10 rebounds, and four assists. And then team records. I mean team standings. Yep, they're all in the playoffs, but obviously the Nuggets are like the sixth seed, I think. Um last time I checked the uh the Bucks are the four seed and the Sixers are the five seed. Um, so that's, that's that. And then obviously KD and Steph are doing their thing and averaging, uh, I think KD is averaging 29, seven and six. And then Steph is, Steph is kind of out of the race here for a bit now, but DeMar is averaging 26, five and four. So <clears throat> you guys think it matters? Um, 
Or Will, do you think so? Who, who, do you, who are you picking right now, Will? Who do you think has the best chance oh, right now well, with KD out? I kind out? of agree that Giannis is going to win it, or mm-hmm. at least is the front runner. I I pick. Um, who did I pick at the beginning of the year? I picked Steph. I I um personally made some um some transactions regarding Embiid winning the MVP because mm. I think he just should have mm-hmm. a chance. Um, but really, recently, I've been on the John Morant train. Ooh. I know that he's going to possibly more more than likely going to win most improved Muhammad Ali Post on. I, I think Ja deserves some love for the MVP. This man has – I mean, there there's a realistic chance that somehow the Grizzlies could sneak into, the, like, the top three seeds in the West, um, considering they, they're not healthy as it is. And somehow they're still doing what they're doing. Very true. Um, I think Jot. The, the problem with Jot is going to be his stats aren't going to scream out at you um, mm-hmm. because they're such a well-rounded team. And so they're they're too well-rounded for him to kind of put up the numbers that Giannis or Jokic are going to put up. So I don't think he has any realistic chance to win the MVP. I think he deserves some consideration. Uh. I mean, KD and Steph being out, that's throws everything in a in a loop right there. It's, every, it's anyone's game right now, really. Yeah, it gives it potentially gives James Harden some cha- a chance to make noise as an MVP candidate. That would be quite the come up because I don't yeah. think he's like top ten right now. But theoretically, if he were to really go off here. Uh, with Kyrie only playing away games, I think James mm-hmm. Harden could make some noise. Um, uh, yeah. Yoke, Yoke uh, deserves some love. I mean, you know, you know, uh, there was something I saw, some or something I was thinking about last night. This is totally off topic, but I was like, man, the NFL player, the NFL playoffs start, and the Lakers still suck as they yep. got annihilated by the Nuggets, absolutely annihilated, and the Nuggets don't even have Jamal Murray. So um, that's off topic, but realistically, it's going to be. Yeah, some people are saying some people are saying LeBron deserves MVP credit too because. Oh no! <laughs> I just um, want to see your. I just wanted to see your reaction to that. Winning needs to matter for something. It it just has to matter a little. You can't not be in the playoffs, bro. The Lakers are in the playoffs. They're the seven seed. They're the seven seed right now. Yep. They're they're really the seven seed. Don't they have a losing record though? They do. They're twenty one and twenty two. Yeah, I thought the West was stacked. Come on. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. So do you at what at what point do you guys think it matters the winning? Do you think that they should be in the top four, the the five, six? Is it as long as they make the playoffs? I don't know. It's it's always debate. It was debated last year for sure with Steph, you know, barely outside in the. And the Warriors barely in the bubble in the uh, plan. Um, and you know, a lot of people said, including myself, that he should win the MVP. And then Jokic had a great season, and the Nuggets were high seeded, and he won it. Um, so, do you think they need to be in the playoffs? Do you think they need to be? And then there's the whole Westbrook situation when he won it, um, and they were the sixth seed, I think, when he averaged a triple double. But again, that was, you know, the triple double season, and that was like unheard of. So that's why he won it most likely but 
do you guys think where, where do you think the playoffs and the winning matters because it matters to a certain point but should it matter to how much should it matter i'm starting to come off my top three seed thing mm-hmm. uh, mm. a little bit what do mm. you think you got a comment you got something to say i was saying this last week so no because of my john morant john morant thing because i just i just believe that man is just unbelievable and they're not a top three seed right now so you know maybe they'll get there but winning does matter there's Mm. that's the reason that steph curry doesn't get the mvp last year it's a fact Mm. the same reason that Giannis is going to be number one right now if you if you have as a four seed, okay. As a four seed, mm. you have two players putting up ridiculous numbers. Mm. One of them has a higher seed. The mm. person with the higher seed is going to win the MVP. Mm. That's fact. Mm. Mm. Can someone look up? Um, <clears throat> can someone look up where the Bucks and the Sixers are exactly in the East? I got it. I got it right here. Mm. Okay, the Bucks are. The four seed, they are twenty-seven and eighteen, mm. and then but everyone else in the in the uh, in the one no no just seven. Sixers. What is the Sixers record? Sixers are twenty-five and seventeen, and they are the five seed. Mm. Mm. The Bucks okay. are twenty-seven and eighteen, and the four seed. Okay, okay. So you you telling me the Bucks that have Middleton, Holiday, compared to the Sixers who haven't had Ben Simmons all year? Only two games behind the Bucks. I'm yes, I that. yes, that is correct. Mm. How Chris Middleton has played this year. It don't matter. He's still decent enough to help them win something. I'm just saying, him being on the floor is a benefit than Ben Simmons not being at all. Tobias Harris. Who's better, Tobias Harris or Chris Tobias Middleton? Is essentially the equivalent of Middleton. No, he's not. Middleton is Middleton's better. way better. Middleton, Middleton is, is better. Middleton is way better, way better. Oh, it doesn't even matter with Middleton. We can talk about Drew Holiday, who's been having a great year too. Huh? We can talk about Drew Holiday too. Drew Holiday? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not disagreeing that the team may be more well-rounded, but they're winning more. So Giannis will two games, lead the race. Two games, and he's the fourth yeah, seed. Is, so how is, is he right leading now. the race? This is right now. In, in, uh, what, 40 more games, whatever. Middleton, Chris Middleton is averaging 19 points per game this season. Um, and who are we saying? We're saying Tobias. Tobias is averaging 18 points this season. Middleton's a way better defender. It's a better playmaker. So Tobias is a score and a good rebounder. Barely good rebounder. Mm. I'm just saying criteria changes every year. One year is about winning. One year is about great numbers. One year is about how much help he has. So this year, I don't know. I don't don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Giannis got, you know, way better team than Embiid and Jokic for sure. And he's a fourth seed. Barely has more wins than both of them. But apparently he's just showing up to number one. Why? Because he's putting up great numbers. Tobias is also shooting 46, and Middleton is shooting uh, 43% from the field this year. Just for That's a part of Middleton. That's been trash. Has been trash, yeah. Middleton's a shooter. Tobias Nares drives a lot, so of course he'll go for something. 
So you think Embiid should be higher? You think you think Embiid should be the front runner? B should at least be two or one right now. Ahead of Giannis. Yeah. But not Jokic. He's done more. More than Jokic and that's he's doing more with he's doing that's more true. with less. You can, Giannis, you can argue sure. that, yeah. You can argue that for sure. And yeah. Jokic? You could say Jokic, you should say Jokic can be the front runner for the whole year. He hasn't had he had he had, he hasn't had Jamal Murray. MPJ was playing like trash before he went out for the season. And then Aaron Gordon hasn't been as much help. Who on that team is a, a consistent 20-point scorer at least does something else to contribute? Nobody else. Just saying. Sounds like MVP to me. Wasn't that LeBron's argument for the past 10 years? Oh, he does yeah. everything on the team. That's the argument this year. <laughs> That's always yeah. LeBron's argument. Yeah. Literal oh, keep the same energy. I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. I feel, yeah. Um, and I don't even like him. I, I don't even like him. Beat. I don't really care about Jokic, but I'm just caping for them right now because, you know, that's what I do for people who I think has been underdogs. Mm-hmm. Jokic has definitely been an underdog, and so has Embiid this season. Uh, um, I remember the uh, head coach of the Nuggets said this year that uh, Jokic is the most disrespected reigning MVP of all time. That's actually D Rose, but that's another conversation. Ooh. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, so I guess I guess we're all saying, you know, as long as they're winning and they're making the playoffs and they're if they're putting up really good numbers like Jokic and Embiid are right now and they don't have a lot of help, right? If they don't have a lot of help, at, right? If they don't have a lot of help and they're pushing their team into the playoffs, then they definitely should get MVP consideration. If they want to, if they want to put out a, they should just put out an offensive player of the year type of award. Hmm. That's a good idea. This would be like most outstanding player or just best player this year and then have MVP be something else. They should because they, they have a defensive player. Yeah. It's so MVP is just so narrative driven. That's what I'm That's saying. It's every year the media just changes what the criteria is. It doesn't make it's, sense. It's the only the only reason LeBron will have any chance because I actually think LeBron will creep up in the MVP race this year. I really do. I think for sure he'll be top five without question. I think he if he gets a no, if they, AD comes back and they start winning, when AD comes back, no, he should, no. He it maybe he shouldn't, but he will. It's LeBron, dude. He will always. He's always somehow in the top five in voting. But I'm looking at the Nuggets roster, bro. If the Nuggets can pull a top like four seed somehow, Jokic is the MVP without question. This this roster is awful. This team is terrible. <laughs> Outside of Jokic, I mean, Aaron Gordon doesn't know how to score twenty points consistently. Will Barton's in and out the lineup. Uh, Will Barton yeah. can't stay. Will Barton can't stay healthy. I yeah. mean, I mean, uh, what's Will his name? Barton, Jeff Green. Jeff Green's too old for you to around him every, uh, the whole year. Uh, Monte Morris is not really a, you know, put up twenty points every every game. This this. Michael Green's a shooter, so we don't know. And then what's his name? Who's that uh, the Spanish guy? Frank um, uh, Campanzano. Yeah, him. Composo, right? Composo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a good player. They're they're all decent players. Right. It's just that they're not consistent. They just they don't score. Nope. Jokic leg- legitimately might average more points per game than like everybody on their team combined, outside of Aaron Gordon and Will Barton. It, he might. I don't know if it's true. Actually. It's ridiculous. They have, yeah. 
But now that I'm look, looking at looking at it right now, I'm looking at it right now. Jokic is 25 points per game, and the next highest after him is Barton with 15. Good lord. Um, like Kyrie, bro. They don't have a. He doesn't have a Middleton or a Tobias that can. He can and Will, you're right. If 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 KD goes out and Kyrie's still part time, James Harden has to be over. I put James Harden over Giannis. Well, that that but wow. that 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 remains to be seen because he has to do that now. Like if in the next season, right, he's gonna put up he's gonna put up numbers as long as he wins. I think he's gonna, he should be top three. If you're gonna mm-hmm. if they're that's gonna that's, shoot up Giannis that's, that's five, five spots just out of nowhere for one week, then they should do the same thing with James Harden. I'm just saying. That's literally <laughs> what I was just about to say. I was gonna say that's why Harden deserves. Some love. And Kyrie might uh, deserve because man, Kyrie can't deserve any love. But I don't know. I think Kyrie will, will come back and put up better numbers than Harden during this stretch. What's better numbers? Because he's not taking over the play uh, the PG role. He's just gonna be scoring. I think he's gonna be scoring higher. Obviously, I know. If if KD's out, then Harden's gonna have to just I don't know play make more. He's gonna do playmaking, yeah. Well, th- this will be a good test for Harden because the Nuts roster is just. Without KD, Harden, and Kyrie, Nuts roster might be low key be worse than the Nuggets. Not gonna lie. That's that's literally what I was just look at the Nuts too. Like, Man, dude, you got Aldridge, you got Milton. I mean, you got some guys that can play. They but... don't. They don't play Aldridge. Um, Claxton is all right. Nothing special. But, uh, Patty Mills is you know he can put up five threes one game. The next game he can put up only one or two. Uh, Bearberry, whatever his name is. I I think I pronounced that wrong, but uh. He's DeAndre, just a decent defender. DeAndre Bembry, I think. Bembry, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Just imagine, just imagine if the Nets didn't have Harden and Katie was hurt. Yeah, they'd be kind of screwed here because they have so be, they would literally fall out of the playoff race. So no, they wouldn't. You talking you about KD? So? What? He's KD's a KD could take over playmaking roles. He knows how to pass. No, I said they don't have Harden. If they don't have, if they lose Harden and KD's out, oh, they're gonna fall out of the playoff race unless Kyrie <laughs> decides to play every game. Even with Kyrie, the whole time. There's some, like, there's some, uh, some, some rumors that he's just gonna play the rest of the, the season at home because they're gonna get like a thousand dollar fine or whatever, and it's gonna be like a hundred eighty thousand at the end of the season if he plays all the home games. So, I mean, that's pocket change in terms of an NBA franchise. So he might just. Oh wow! Something, yeah. Oh, They're not gonna get. They actually, I actually heard the league like prevented that. Oh, they did really. I heard something. I don't know if it's true, but it's just funny to me that like, if they if they set up a rule like that, and Kyrie said okay, or the Nets and Kyrie said okay, we'll just pay the money. They mm-hmm. said actually no, we don't want you to pay the money. You can't. Like, how are you Damn. gonna do that? Yeah. That's that's not good. That's crazy. That's unethical. Because the whole time it was like, oh, it's not the league's fault. It's just the state rules. And then the league has rules of their own. And now they're going to switch it up just because it's Kyrie. It's funny. That's facts. That's funny. It's real funny, man. Paying Kyrie is a bad guy. Oh, pain. Okay. Just, trying to, just trying to keep the Kyrie agenda going. It's crazy. Free Kyrie is all I'm going to say. Free Kyrie, all right. Yeah, um, for the Nets, I'm looking at the points per game's averages because we were just looking at it for the other teams too. Um, KD is averaging 29. Uh, Harden is averaging 22. In the three games that Kyrie has played, he's averaging 
uh, 17.7 points. Doesn't count. And then that's the that's already the third highest points per game in only three games. Um, after him on the team, <laughs> after him it's Patty Mills, averaging thirteen. Lamarcus is thirteen. And oh then, my goodness! And then Joe Harris is eleven. That's not. So that's that's like almost. That's like not. That's not bad if you have a big three together. But if you have yeah. KD out <laughs> yeah. and Kyrie playing part time, yeah. oh lord, <laughs> they giving you thirteen. You better hope you you Lamar starts playing like he's in Portland or something. Because God, oh that's, man, that's tragic. Patty Mills starts playing like Game Six. Patty Mills, right? Patty, Patty Mills and Joe Harris are both playing thirty minutes a game. Joe Harris is still out too, right? What is he still out? That's a good question. Joe Harris. Yeah, he's still out. Yeah, so irrelevant. It doesn't it doesn't feel like it even matters. Um, yeah, he is. They, he is, they could use him right now. So he is. He is out. They could um, use him right now and then miss him in the playoffs. And by miss him, I mean like Shannon Sharp missed me with that kind of. Harris is going to resume. Steve Nash said uh, last Monday that Harris will resume on court work and activities. So I well, guess he's working his, his way back, deeper. but he's still out. The next issue is are going to dig deeper than just at the surface, like KD being out for six weeks, because Kevin Durant, KD's had serious obviously he had the Achilles right and then he got hurt a little last year right there, mm-hmm. there is no way when he gets back they're gonna play him you know first of all he's playing what 40 minutes a game he's or playing something. he's playing 36 36.5 minutes a game right yeah, now he had a lot of this whole season playing like 40 upwards of 40 yep. Bro, when he comes back they're gonna they're gonna take it easy so they better hold pardon and Kyrie can for real, kind of carry the load because, I mean, they're they're gonna be in big trouble, no matter what. This yeah. is why I, I like the Bulls' chances this year, bro. Absolutely like. Hard, Harden is playing uh thirty seven a game. Uh, Bulls got their own problems, I don't know. Right now. Speaking of, that's a Terrible. great transition. That's a great transition, Mohammed. Um, speaking of the Bulls, um, they've had two pretty bad losses recently. They lost to the Nets and the the Warriors. They're blown out. Um, bad loss against the Celtics last night. And a bad loss against the Celtics, yep. Um, but they still sit as the – are they still the one seed, I think? I believe they are. Yes, they are still the one seed in the East. They are 27 and 14. Um, the Nets are the two seed and the 27 and 15. Um, so the Bulls are six and, <sighs> the Bulls are six and four in their last ten, and then there's obviously that three-game losing streak. So – who do you think is to blame? Who do you think is it injuries? Is it um, Vucevic? Is it um, a lot of people have criticized Vucevic um, that he hasn't playing as well as he should right now? Um, what do you think the, the Bulls' main issue here? There's a lot of talk about that they need a big, they need an actual um, big man down low to play solid defense. You know, we lost Patrick Williams for the year, and that's that's kind of been a topic of debate this whole season for the uh, the Bulls. Um, so what do you think, guys? Who's who's to blame for the Bulls' losses? Um, what can they learn from these three losses and moving forward in the future as well? The players are to blame. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nets game, uh, really, it was a tight game through three quarters, and the Nets went berserk in the fourth, or at least the second half, I should say. But the Warriors' loss um, really was just effort. The Warriors just dissected them on offense and defense, just made them look like 
you know, high schoolers. And it's just effort, dude. It's just like when you watch the games, it's like sometimes they look like they don't care, which I don't understand. And they came out against the Celtics yesterday and they they put out effort. Um, they're losing most of the game. And then the fourth quarter came and they made a little comeback. And then they blew a five-point lead in the last minute, which is just terrible. It was stupid. It was bad shots. And their defense is so overrated right now, dude. And I don't know if that's because Javante and Cruz are out, but it's it's real bad, dude. It's just if you watch the games, the way people score on them is just it looks so easy. It's just a simple pick and roll, and then that person drives to the basket or they take a mid-range shot. The three-point defending is so bad. I don't understand how you run a small ball lineup and you came to close out on three-point shots, dude. That, that doesn't make sense. That's all I gotta say. Stupid. It's ridiculous. Um, back before I hand it off to you. Um, oh, uh, you said something that triggered the thought of me. Um, we'll put the microphone up here. Oh, yeah. Is that, Mohammed, you said something that made me think of. Figured this out of mine. Oh, I can't even remember. Um, They're struggling, oh, though, yeah. Oh, obviously, missing Zach Levine's hurting. Well, going to be hurt. It's going to hurt now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, injuries for sure, yeah. Injury, yeah, injuries. Bullets seem to have that issue. Always. I, I just don't get it. Why? Why can they just never have a team that doesn't have a ton of injuries all the time, it feels like, to key players? I just I don't get it. But obviously, they're lacking some size. I don't think that solves all of their issues right now. Um, I, I really don't. I like Mohamed Sosu. They, they got some other things to deal with, but they they should make it a priority to go out and find some size. To get- At the trade deadline, not, not this summer and see how this team is. No, they need to do it now. Yes. Well, it, because the Bulls should look at this as an opportunity. The Nets are injury riddled. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have That's what I'm saying. Within the organization, the Bucks have looked a little worse this year. I still consider the Bucks a serious title contender, but whatever. They haven't looked great. The Sixers got a Ben Simmons problem. Um, who else am I forgetting? The Heat. I mean, you could say what you want about the Heat, but. They, they should look at this as an opportunity to maybe not make the finals, maybe not to win the finals, whatever, but they should look at it as a great test year to see, hey, what, what can we be when we're at our best? Um, and, and maybe we have a great chance to, you know, accomplish a championship, you know, um, because you certainly have to think if the East is a little more uh, – not dramatized, I guess, if there's no Kyrie or Ben Simmons issues. You know, you got to think that the Nets are probably running the East and the Sixers are right there with them. Yeah. So the Bulls just got to look at this as a chance to to just capitalize. You got to capitalize on your opportunities. This, I mean, like, think about think about what the Suns and the Bucks did last year. I mean, ultimately, you could call it a fluke championship, but they they stayed healthy. They stayed, you know, they did it. Yeah. Sometimes that's how it happens. I mean, that ultimately that that might be what decides who wins in like football this year or the in basketball. That just might be how it is. So you got to take what you can when you can. And the Bulls, they just got to. Oh my God, bro. Well, they had such a good opportunity to um, increase the gap between them and the first and second seed because mm-hmm. they get they had the bad loss in the Nets. So then they came in on Friday, 
uh, against the Warriors, who were without Clay and Draymond, and they played the Bucks the night before. So oh, they're on a back to back, and they just get blown out like that. It just does not make sense. And the Bulls had an extra rest day um, compared to the Warriors. It's just, and then the Bucks lost um, yesterday. Uh, the Nets obviously had uh, a loss against OKC, and I think the Heat. I I think the Heat um, lost to the Sixers yesterday. So it's like you have all these teams behind under you that lost a couple of games, and you had a better opportunity to to win uh, last three games, and they just didn't. So now the Nets only one game behind, but they lost KD. So I guess you know maybe that's a good thing for the Bulls, not a good thing in general. I'm not trying to say anything bad about injuries, obviously. Yeah, but you got to take a opportunity or take advantage of the opportunity when it comes with the injuries. That's know? what I'm saying. Yeah, and obviously they have they've had injuries too. But Zach Levine, um, oh wait, no, he did, he got injured against the Warriors. Never mind. Never mind. Okay, well, yeah, should be well rounded enough to be able to overcome injuries. But like you said, there's there's other things at play. Like it's not just injury. It's it's how you're literally it's literally how you're playing. Dude, their rebounding is so bad, dude. And I'm not, I'm not talking about numbers wise, but if you just watch the rebounding, it's so bad, bro. It's so bad. Yeah. They, they gotta, they gotta trade for. I'm not even saying like a, a superstar four, just someone available. Anybody that's available, that's athletic, tall, and can defend and grab boards, because Vooch is, Vooch, be getting handled by, <laughs> he be getting handled by guys like Rudy Gobert, then. He began handled by like Isaiah Stewart at the same time, so it was like it, anybody just handles that man. So it's uh barbecue chicken for real, mouse and house all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same mouse and house. I don't even want to. I don't even want to think. That's my words phrase. Yeah. Um, just for quick reference here, uh, so the Bulls, Lonzo Ball was out last game, I think. Um, and they have Levine Caruso, um, Derek Jones Jr. is also out. So all those Javante guys are Devontae Green. So they play the Grizzlies next on Monday. Oh Lord! And then they play the Cavs and then the Bucks. Oh my God, dude, those are, might be on the six-game losing streak. And then, then after though, they do play the Magic Thunder and Raptors. So we might be able to pick it up then. But Raptors are decent. Yeah, the Raptors. It doesn't, are decent it doesn't matter if they don't yeah. win the big game. You have to big beat games. the teams that are going to be in the playoffs to move. Yep, I don't know if they can beat the, the Grizzlies. Are hot too. The Grizzlies are uh, nine and one in their last ten. Um, they just lost recently though. But uh, John Morant's been tweeting about the the Grizzlies a lot. <laughs> Stop doubting on us. Um, but that's the Bulls. Um, we'll see what happens. You know, the injuries are really a tough, but. Having everyone healthy would be nice, but they uh like I, I agree with you guys though. This is a this is a big opportunity for, opportunity for them to capitalize on the injuries or the opportunities around the league that are available. So we'll see what happens. They're injured themselves themselves, but we're gonna move on here to the next topic. We're uh, hitting at like a half an hour right now, boys. So I'm just letting you know. But um, recently Steph Curry went on the. GQ, when on GQ, I don't know if you guys know this. There's the uh, there's that actually me segment or whatever when the yeah. celebrities go on and then they like go answer questions on undercover, the undercover mm-hmm. on the internet, right? Um, so he went on that, and he said that somebody asked 
somebody asked online, some fan or whatever asked, uh, do you think uh, that the 2017 Warriors would be able to beat the 96 Bulls? And he said, absolutely. You know, obviously he's going to be confident about it. I don't think he's, he's not going to, you know, put his tail between his legs and say no. Um, so he said, mm-hmm. absolutely. And he said also that the Warriors would win in six. Um, so this caused a lot of spark around the league, a lot of debate. Um, Will has some stern comments about this, I know. Uh, when he comes back, I'll try to inform him. But, <laughs> but Mohammed, um, what are your thoughts? You know, do you think it could happen? Do you think this the Warriors um, <clears throat> I think uh, roster-wise, I think the Warriors are better, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. I know everybody was saying what, it depends on what area they play. I think if they play in both eras, it goes seven games. Um, and I'll probably give it to the Warriors because I think the offense is just going to be too much for the Bulls. The Bulls are obviously one of, you know, that 96 team is one of the best defensive teams of all time. But really, I really think the Warriors just, I think they pull it off in seven games, whether it's in 96 or they play in 2017, it don't matter. One thing I will say, though, is the one matchup I want to see is Scotty against KD because I think Scotty is one of the few people in terms of just their frame is like one of the best people you can ever put on KD. So I think that should be like the key matchup. But everybody was saying like, oh, uh, Ron Harper and Jordan are going to give Curry hell and, you know, Pippen, obviously they all switch on them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that'd be interesting to see too. But I think the Warriors are off in seven. I don't Will? I don't think so. I know. I know. I know you don't think so. <laughs> Especially in the the 90s, bro, with hand checking, that's going to really limit, I mean, playing stuff. Honestly, like, just, I know they're great shooters. They're going to do, like, everybody on these teams is going to get theirs. I'm not saying that won't happen. Like, you're going to, like, Jordan's going to, KD's going to score. It doesn't matter what era. Steph, KD. All right, if that happens, then, then, then obviously the Bulls might lose because, I mean, other than Jordan, who's going to put up 25? But that, that's not if, how they're going to win. If KD's... Okay. They're they're gonna win from their defense because you don't that team, that ninety six team defensively was so unbelievable. Teams literally and, and I know everybody loves to say the talent nowadays is so much better and back then, like players but act like they couldn't play basketball back then. Teams were actually having trouble getting past half court against the Bulls. Okay, I don't care. They were still NBA players, all right? Those were still professional players. Um, I, I just don't, first of all, they, the, the defensively, the Bulls were so, I mean, they were so good, dude. Pippen, Rodman, Harper, uh, Jordan, right there. Four of the best defenders of all time, right there. Mm-hmm. They're going to at least bother. And first of all, bro, I think they low key might put Jordan on KD just, just out of, just to, I think to Rodman, rattle him I think Rodman's going on KD. Talk the talk to KD, bro. And Jordan would be in that man's head. I don't know. Historically, that hasn't really worked with KD. Usually, I actually think he plays better. But I just think that would be hilarious. Um, Rodman, bro, they don't even bother with Draymond. They literally wouldn't care. They wouldn't do a single thing to Draymond on defense. Um, I just, I just think ultimately the teams are so stacked, both of them. But I, I honestly think it would I think it would come down to things other than skill, like leadership, mentality, clutchness. And I think that edge would go to the Bulls. I don't think it matters what era. 
to me, obviously the, the Warriors would have a way better shot in this era than, you know, the Bulls. The Bulls would have a better shot to lose. I personally would just give it to the I give it to the Bulls, man. I can't I can't bet against I can't bet against Jordan. A Jordan led I just can't do it. Um, Interesting. And, and and then historically, one more thing, the teams that that really gave Jordan a ton of trouble were physical, elite defensive teams. I don't think the Warriors are that. But or and I don't mean just Jordan. I mean his team. It's not a one man. He wasn't. Who's who's guarding Jordan? Do you think they put Draymond on Jordan, or do you think they put Clay? Or Iguodala, actually. Iguodala. I, I honestly don't know. They might do Iggy. I think I, I think Iggy mm-hmm. goes on Jordan. Uh, yeah. I, think I would I would give Iggy at least a chance too because I, I think, think Iggy's a good defender. I think he's better defender than uh, Clay. I don't know about Draymond, but I think he's better than Clay. I just think he, yeah, but he also has the mentality. You have to have to guard Jordan. You need more than just skills. You need a mentality that it's not just. That's about true. Skills. That's true. And I think Iggy would yeah, possess yeah. that. I'd say Draymond would possess it too. I think I think Draymond. Draymond. I think uh, sorry. They all possess it, Loki. I think they're all tough-minded. Yeah. I would just say, not like I... I wouldn't... Yeah, I guess Clay is. I just wouldn't give it to him. I think Clay's tough-minded. He's a good... He's a, he's a competitor, so I don't think... Tough oh, yeah, but I'm saying, like, I'd give it to Iggy first. So that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Sorry, no, you're good. Yeah, I, I think... I agree. Um, it would be interesting to see. Uh, you know, obviously, we'll never know. Um, but... Be interesting to see how they slow down Jordan, and I think I think if you got Draymond being versatile and versatile and switching around the whole the whole the whole whole court and guarding Pippen, and then you have Clay on Pippen um, while Iggy's doing his thing, or you could switch off. You could do you could do Clay on um, Jordan if Iggy isn't you know on speed for the night. Um, so I think they have they have some versatile defenders on their team that they can just switch around on Jordan Pippen. Um, but if they're playing the '90s, I don't think it's an argument. I think the the the, the Bulls are too physically dominant, um, and Jordan and Pippen and Rodman can all take the beatings, and they can dish out the beatings too to Steph, especially Steph, because he's undersized, um, and Durant because he's not muscular. Um, so I think they're going to get bodied in the. I think the Warriors would get bodied in the '90s um, if they're playing in that era. But um, if they're playing in the era now, I don't know. Um, you know, Steph and KD and Clay can all be sh- popping threes and um, drawing fouls and getting away with things against Jordan. And Jordan's going to be having fits with the refs the whole game if if they're getting their looks because he's going to be like, "Why are you calling that? Why are you calling that a foul?" Or you know, Jordan might Jordan might get a might get some looks too. I mean, if he's getting he was getting some foul calls back in the '90s, he certainly gets some now. So. Um, I don't know, but uh, I don't know. I do, I do not know. I honestly do not know who would win um, in the new era. Um, but the Warriors definitely have a better shot in the new era than they did do in the 90s. So Yo, it's interesting. It'd be, it'd be interesting to see Jordan against a zone defense. Yeah. I have a question. Or just the Bulls in general, because their spacing is really bad, especially for today's game. Which, which matchup? one-on-one matchup would be most intriguing to you. I know what I would, I would say. One-on-one? Like, one player guarding another player? Yeah, yeah, like, just, just matchup. Like, which one would just be more most intriguing? 
To me, to me, Scotty against KD because I want because I think Scotty's probably the most. I think he's the best defender. Like if you ask one defender, if you ask me, like one guy to put on KD to stop him from scoring one point, I'd say Scotty. I pick Scotty Pippen. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's a good answer. Will, I, I would do <laughs> Draymond and Rodman. Not, <laughs> not so entertainment, entertainment think, wise, yeah, yeah, I understand. I, I just think that would be funny. <laughs> bro, <laughs> they they just be talking so much to each Someone's other. Someone's getting ejected for sure, bro. <laughs> Somebody's getting. I don't ejected. know. I don't know who, but someone for sure is getting a Draymond. Draymond gonna pull out his leg kick, and then Rodman's gonna punch him in the face and try and try and like borderline just kill him or something. There's gonna be some technical just, fouls and some accidental elbows. Somebody's gonna throw an elbow at James Harden. Meta World Peace elbow for yes, sure. Yes. The... <laughs> Bro, that was so funny. Oh lord. I do. I do want to say though. I forgot. I didn't. I didn't forget, but I didn't even think like. How much the three point would play a role in like today's era? Because the problem with no matter how good Seth Rodman Harper, I'm sorry, uh, MJ Ron Harper, Pippen Rodman are at defending, it's kind of hard to defend somebody a whole court. And low key, Seth Clay and Durant can kind of shoot from not not literally half court, but they can get pretty close yep. and have some accuracy. And the problem with the Bulls was the three-point. Nobody cared. I mean, literally, no one. So, Jordan, what? Jordan averaged, what, almost two two attempts for, for his career? Not not quite. It was like 1.8, I think. Uh, so, yeah, and the, and the line was closer in, the, in their game, too. In yeah, their so it, it, will, it would play a big, huge role. And, and you just, no matter how good you are defending, bro, I mean, you see the shot Steph makes. Bro, he, he doesn't he doesn't really need to be open. He just turn around, look at the hoop for half a second, and somehow yeah. make it. And yeah, and same thing with Clay too. Clay Clay be just throwing everything up, and then Katie's obviously taller than most people, so he just you, you know it's you pretty said, unguardable. Uh, it would be interesting to see how the Bulls would play against the zone defense. It would be interesting to see how they play against the Warriors' offense with all the screening. Mm-hmm. Because well, I said like their perimeter defenders with Harper, KD, and I mean uh, Harper, Pippen, and Jordan, I think are good enough to guard a team like the Warriors. Oh, I I do too, but like the screening. It, so this is what I'm saying is I think that the Bulls would have an advantage over almost every team in the NBA like today because of the fact that those four guys can defend virtually every position. They can switch on anything. The Warriors would not be able to do that. Um, you could switch Iggy and Clay and Draymond, but KD and Steph, to an extent, would be liabilities on defense, kind of. Um, who was the Bulls' uh, power forward that year? Um, was it Luke Longley? Yeah, the thing is, like, uh, it was Rodman, then the. But my, my issue was, like, I don't think KD and Curry would be, uh, what's it called? I think their fatigue against playing defense against them is not going to be a major factor. So, because like as soon as if Jordan's giving up the ball to Ron Harper or Pippen, like I don't think they're going to do doing as much on offense to a point where like someone like Katie's going to get tired from defending them or something. It would just be strength against strength. It it would be the Bulls. Who who's defense? Who who's who's is better? Is is the Warriors' offense better than the Bulls' defense? That's ultimate. Yeah, that's that's the that's the main thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it'd be Ron Harper, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Robin, and Luke Longley as the starting five. That would be Luke Longley? Okay. Yeah. Okay, they, okay, they might have to put in Ku Coach. They might have to run their own little small ball. death lineup, small ball lineup. Ku Coach is underrated. That, I was just going to say, that man, most forget. Ron I know Harper. Pippen doesn't. <laughs> Steve Kerr was still on the team too, right? What? I think Steve Kerr is still on the team. Oh shoot! I was st- who's the coach for the Warriors? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what is he coaching? That's unfair. That's collusion. <laughs> they could low key if they want to mess the offense. They could put in Kerr as Ku coach for Harper and Longley, and they just like try to outscore the Warriors. I didn't know the Bulls had Robert Parrish. They had Robert Parrish during this year too. Uh, he was he was washed. I know he was big washed, but <laughs> yeah. Um, Other yeah. thing that might matter, maybe I don't know how big a role you guys would think it would play, but would be coaching. Because uh, the nah. Bulls have the coaching edge, I would say. Nah. You know, Mister Steve Kerr doesn't even coach the team. Is a potentially a better coach than Phil Jackson? Well, I think a team like the Warriors doesn't need really good coaching. In general, maybe um, never needed it. Yeah, was a Zen master. But Phil Jackson, master. Like, yeah. if they're playing in '96, obviously he has a triangle offense because it works well without zone. But if they're playing in 2017, okay, you have to figure out something other than triangle offense. And then, like I don't know, just do I trust him to figure out something out? Then yeah, I do. But at the same time, like I don't know, it'd be interesting. Definitely would be interesting. We'll never know, though. Yep. Um, so we're into our we're into our uh, last topic here. Um, Dwayne Wade recently came out and said that uh, he f- believes that we will forget about MJ in the goat race, similar to how he believes people forgot about Kareem. Um, and I don't know about I don't know I don't know. It's interesting to see. Uh, how time progresses, but there's a lot of debates between LeBron and MJ right now on all the talk shows and sports talk shows across the country. But do you guys think that MJ will be forgotten like Kareem in the future? Um, I don't know. It's an interesting topic. No. Did Definitely you, did not. Did you watch yeah. what Undisputed uh, Shannon and Skip said about this? Yeah. They, they, that was the fir- what they said was the first thing I thought of. I was like, Jordan has a shoe brand. I mean, yeah. not even just a shoe brand. It's a brand. That's that's gonna live on forever, probably. So, mm-hmm. and it, that's not gonna happen. I understand what Wade was saying, and basically he's just dodging the question. So he wasn't. I don't know if he was giving like a truthful answer. He's just saying it to avoid answering. Mm-hmm. Um, because LeBron's his boy, but like he grew up idolizing Jordan. So it's like, what pick between the two? Yeah. Um, so, no, they're, they're not going to forget about Jordan. They're not going to forget about – LeBron won't be forgotten either. Like, th- this this debate between the two of them will probably go on through our lifetimes yeah, and maybe even further. And then there will be people added into it, you know. Yep. He, he's right. You know, at some point there might be kids that are like, hey, Steph, Steph, KD, they're, they are the best players ever. You know, um, at some point, you know, who knows, maybe like – 
John Moran or Luka Doncic. I don't know. Like way down the road, we might get people like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. If we got social media, I mean, everything's stored now. In the '80s and '90s, it wasn't. Yep. So yeah, it sucks because Kareem, low key, might he might be the best player ever. He he might be. I mean, he has a really good case. Made that argument, but yep. just he never got the brand that Jordan got, and usually, as Shannon said, usually people don't get more popular after they retire. But somehow MJ has done that, so mm-hmm. can't go. Yeah, Jordan's one of a kind, especially back in his day. Nobody was really like you know the brand that he had. Nobody else had in terms of basketball players. So. It's all about different generations. Obviously, way down the road, like Will said, Giannis, uh, Luca, John Morant, you know, a lot of these guys have good cases to become, you know, a top 10. So, um, but Jordan has his own brand, obviously, right now, and it's still thriving. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think he'll be forgotten. I agree. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to be forgotten either. Um, well, Wayne Wade won't be forgotten, bro. Wayne Wade won't forget. Yeah, and Kareem this isn't. Man himself won't be forgotten. Kareem hasn't been forgotten either. I mean, he's still. I mean, not as much, but not a lot of people know about Kareem like that. That's true. I think Wade's whole point was Kareem's not in. Never, he's never in the debate. Even yeah, though there could even be though he really probably has a better resume than. What? Maybe, I was saying maybe. Like, even though he has a better resume than maybe 99% of the players yeah, exactly. that played basketball. Yeah. Way He's, better. You can resume. make an argument he has a better resume yeah. than Jordan. Yeah, you could. And LeBron. For sure. For sure, LeBron. For sure, LeBron. Yeah. LeBron. I mean, no matter which way you slice it, LeBron's resume just isn't better than Jordan. Yeah. I mean, he's getting, cl- he's getting there, though. He is getting there because with, he's going to demolish him. And with all the accolades. numbers he's putting up, uh, yeah. yeah, his accolades. In terms of like, um, in terms of the stats, but yeah, maybe not championships, but you know, it'd be crazy but to Kareem see. Kareem has six. That's the thing is like, yeah, six <laughs> titles, six MVPs, number just for number. He just doesn't have the final. Score. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has five, what, six championships. He had two of finals MVPs. He did it with two different teams too. So, damn, Kareem might low key might be the goat. Not gonna lie. There's, there's an argument. I think it's because he's a big man. That's the problem. Harder to remember. Really. Well, remember, remember how we were talking about um, I forgot what we were talking about, but you said something about how forwards are kind of like the, the staple for like your best players these days. Like oh, you yeah, have to have no, a good forward. Yeah, nowadays. I think the same case could be for the top 10 or whatever, just all time greats. Usually the top five is, you know, a bunch of guards or forwards. But back in the old days, the centers were all the action. Yeah, but even then, they don't get the respect. I used to say, right. like, you could make a top 10, all top 10, all this from just centers or just big men in general. Yep. Bro, you, you know. Can't do, you, you can't know, do that for guards or forwards. Yeah. My, you know opinion. the position is loaded when, like, Hakeem Olajuwon is, like. Barely top 10. Yeah. Some people. Well, I'm talking fifth and centers of all time. Oh, maybe. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe barely top 10 player of all time. That's how you know it's stacked. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it you're you're stacked. comparing. Oh, is Hakeem better than Shaq? What? You don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a yeah, great debate. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't answer that. That's it, but a that's tough what, That's the point. Is like it's so. The, the 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 gap between Shaq and Hakeem might be like this. So it, it, yeah, it compared might to be like Jordan and 
Jordan and shooting guards or like LeBron and small forwards. It's like LeBron, Larry, and KD maybe. Isn't that a debate? Then that's it. So it's crazy. That is crazy. interesting to see because we, well, we, can dunk what, it. 22, 23 right now. And our top 10 list consists of those guys we just talked about. I wonder when we have like grandkids who, who like who's gonna be in the debate. Would bad. you put Tim Duncan over Hakeem? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Or that's, Shaq. That's, that's tough. tough. Yeah, that's tough. Just off Duncan, my first tough. reaction, my Duncan first Hakeem, reaction Shaq. would be yeah. no. Still but, though, that's, that's all tough. I don't know, bro. Resume is way better. Hakeem was that guy. Hakeem no, had to that, that's, Hakeem. Hakeem gave it to everybody, bro. That's a problem. He gave it to everybody, even Shaq, too. Shaq used to say Hakeem was the hardest to guard. Oh, and, and, Chuck, and the Ch- argument and is Barclay. always that oh. Jordan couldn't beat him. Yeah. Yeah. And Charles Barkley always says, Shaq, you're not better than Hakeem Lajuan. <laughs> you're, <not better> <laughs> you're not better than Hakeem. You're not better than Hakeem. <laughs> I don't know if Shaq likes that. Oh, man. Shaq, don't like, Shaq hates that, yeah. Yeah. It's I don't tough, know. bro. That, those, those centers are all really good. You can make a top probably, list. Those two are probably going to be the part of the forgotten list in you like 20 years. A, you could probably make a top 15 list of all centers, not even top 10. You could do 15. Expand it to 15. We should, we should, do, that. We should do that someday. Top just go down the list. Centers. Yeah. That's just going to be a miserable time. Oh, what's the gap between the top five? Nothing. It's just Nothing. I alphabet, I alphabetize them. Oh, my God. Anybody can put them in any order, and I want to be mad because I'll be like, okay, yeah. That makes sense. That's crazy, man. That's centers are centers are loaded. Centers do not, yeah. I Muhammad's right. Muhammad, the centers do not get enough respect nowadays because it's a forward and guard league. I feel like so. Well, and look at our MVP list. Yeah. Who, who did we all pretty much have as our top candidates? Power forwards and centers. You're right, though. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people aren't ready for that. A lot of people don't like the conversation though. To put. Uh, Jokic and Giannis over KD and stuff, and that, I think that has to do with if the forward and guard things. If yeah, you can't handle the ball and shoot. Uh, that means you can't be good. Well, Jokic is like a six-three point guard put into a seven-foot body, so at least he makes it look that way. Just Very, imagine, yeah. imagine if he was elusive, like, and and totally coordinated. Because sometimes I feel like he isn't, but. Imagine if he had the coordination and like elusiveness of a guard. That man, he legit might be the best player ever. He 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 could just be there. I'm just saying. Yeah, but like you could do the same thing with Giannis. Like if he could shoot like KD. No, I, think. I, I know you you could. Everybody has like you could play that game. Hey, yeah. add this one trait to add add Steph's getting LeBron size. Right there, probably the best. It's over. So I it's mean, over. yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? That's that, crazy. Yeah, it's a great debate. Um, so maybe future centers debate in the future. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Um, but appreciate everybody this episode. Um, what is this episode? January sixteenth. Forty six. Forty six. Yep, we're up there in the episodes. January. Um, we're coming around the one-year anniversary of the Say Less Basketball podcast as well. Um, you know what so, that means, guys. What? It's, it's been a year. Oh, That's crazy. It's been a year. Almost been a year. Time flies. Indeed. Getting old over here. 
Yeah, it's been it's been a crazy. We're in the same boat as we were last year. Got gray hair starting to come out too. It's crazy. It's been a crazy. It's been a long, I'm long year. Hair. Feels like it's been. I'm, I'm losing my hairline, bro. Like so I'm starting to get into that process. Got the head on. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm about to start wearing hats. I'm losing. I'm not losing. I do work every day. Nobody knows what I ha- what my hair looks like. They said if you ever show up without a hat, I legitimately might not who you are. <laughs> but we appreciate everybody. MVP race, Bulls, uh, Kyrie playing, the Bulls losses, Steph Curry and the Warriors, the Jordan, the Jordan, the Senators, everything. So we appreciate everybody. Uh, it's gonna be a interesting season how this MVP race and everything develops. So keep you in tune on social media. Follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, link tree in the description as well um, to look at everything we got there. So appreciate y'all. Uh, love you. Jante Mori is a top three point guard. Maybe just guard in general. NBA. Just want to let everybody know. Okay. Easy to respect. <laughs>